Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of MSTA Presents. This week, we're doing something a little different. Um, our podcasts are shorter, but they are introductions to some of the workshops that will be taking place at convention next week. And so we will have several different five to 10-minute um, conversations with some of the presenters and uh, hopefully give you some ideas of maybe some of the workshops that you might want to attend when you uh, come into town, into Columbia, when we get here next week. So I have with me now Candace Kluba. Candace, I said your last name correctly, I hope, didn't I? Okay, good. Uh, Candace is a teacher in the Washington School District. And Candace, I know, has done workshops and presentations before. It's been interesting talking to everybody because some of our presenters have never done a workshop, but I know Candace has. And Candace, one thing that I ask some of our presenters, especially those that have done presentations, is maybe some advice that you could give to individuals that have have thought about it and thought, ah, I don't think I have any good ideas to share, or I'm not comfortable in that setting. Do, do you have any advice for those individuals? Yeah. So um, I, I've been presenting for quite a few years because I was an instructional coach for for several years, quite a few years ago. And I've done a lot for professional development committee, um, in my district for a long time. So, um, for me, it, it kind of just came from a natural, um, position that I was in. Mm -hmm. However, I think, uh, what got me to start thinking about presenting on a wider scale outside of my own district was realizing that I do some things really well. And, okay. and some of those things are different than than what else has been presented and what else is getting shared and what else is out there. And so I think sometimes you just want to notice like is do, do I do something that's different and is it really working for me and are other people asking about what I'm doing? When I think other people started asking me, how are you doing this and can you help me with this, right? I think I think when people start looking to you, I think it's time to start sharing. That's a yes. good indicator that you have some gifts and talents that other people are needing and it's time to start sharing. And I think, yeah, it can be kind of scary to sort of step out and start sharing, but really it's no different than just sitting down with your teacher friend across the hall that notices you're doing something well. It's just on a larger scale. And sometimes this, that can be nerve wracking. I've been a, I've been teaching to adults for a long time outside of school professional development as well in the personal development field. Um, and it's nerve wracking to stand with your peers. We teach children all day long. And I think teachers think it's, oh my gosh, to teach in front of, in front of their peers. But mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of grace in those audiences typically. And they, they all know that you're really just trying to share something that works really well for you. And at the end of the day, that's all we're looking for is what, what else can we try? But I, I like the idea um, of what you said about sharing when other people are asking you to share information. Yeah, that's, that is a good indicator. Right? And, and I think that's a, a very straightforward, simple indicator, uh, that it's time for you to start communicating those ideas beyond, uh, what you share maybe with one or two colleagues that there may be 20 or 30 colleagues or more that need to hear that same information. Um, so when it comes to this particular workshop that you're doing for a uh, convention for MSTA for next week, um, Balancing Act, um, I'm going to go ahead and just read the title, Balancing Act, Empowering Educators and Nurturing Students, Strategies for Classroom Well-Being. Was that one of those workshops where you started to get some feedback and individuals said, hey, Candace, it might be helpful if you share this beyond just 
you know, uh, this this particular school district or school building. And maybe there are other teachers in, in the state of Missouri that need to hear this as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I presented something kind of similar this um, summer at the leadership uh, for a conference for MSTA. And I've been presenting wellness workshops of some variety or sort in my own district for a couple of years now. Um, I recognize that well-being of our of our teachers is very low, I think, in general. And that is, in my opinion, one of the biggest reasons for the teacher burnout rate being so high and why teachers are leaving um, and why they're really unhappy. And so I took... Um, and I had this problem quite a few years ago. So what everything I share from, from in this realm is because it is something that I use. They are the things that helped me get out of that burnout, get out of that low, low space in my well-being. I really just, um, this topic is hot right now and mm -hmm. this, it's a huge, it's honestly, I have my administrator certificate and in thinking of going into administration, this is my biggest concern is that our teachers are, are leaving and they're burnt out and they're not well. And the other thing is I noticed in fixing my own well-being and improving my own well-being, I noticed that the things that I do for myself are actually also good for my students. Mm -hmm. And as I've incorporated some of those things into the classroom, I've realized they are helping the students and they're helping our overall classroom environment and culture. And that's amazing. What's good for me is also good for them. And so I, those are the things that I, that I really need to share because that's, I think, a low spot for us in general in education. You know, believe it or not, I did an interview on this topic or a variation on this topic about two hours ago with a, a reporter here in, in Columbia, Missouri. So I know that it's it's interesting and relevant to teachers, but even beyond that, I mean, it's a topic that uh, a lot of individuals are interested in learning more about. Um, when I when you think of the the workshop itself, what can the participants expect? What should they be prepared? uh, for when they enter your, uh, your particular workshop? Sure. So I, I try not to have <laughs> a sit and get, um, I think we need to experience things. And especially in this case, um, some of the, some of the things that I am going to be sharing are new and different for a lot of people and their mindfulness strategies. And so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not just going to say, this is what this is. I'm going to say, we're going to do this and we're going to practice this and we're going to experience it because you won't be able to see how it will fit into your classroom until you experience it. And then we're going to have a discussion. Okay. Now that you've experienced that, how can you make that work in your classroom? How do you think that will help you in life? But then and in the classroom, right? So um, I will I will be presenting several uh, strategies and tools that I use for myself personally and in the classroom and how I use them in the classroom. Um, we're going to experience in them and then we're going to have some discussion around, around how they will work and what might you do differently? Um, what other ideas do you have? Because I think also there's a lot of space um, in this for this topic in the sense that what are you already doing and maybe share those things because i'm always looking for more mm -hmm. i'm always looking for new i'm always saying a student i sometimes walk away from these even though i was the presenter i sometimes walk away myself with 
fabulous new ideas from some of the participants. So I really like to engage when I can. And um, that's so that that's my goal. Those have been some of my favorite presentations when I've had the opportunity to present is when I'm finished and I've learned as much as those that were in my workshop from the feedback and the information they've provided me. Um, so it sounds like people need to be ready to uh, participate and it's going to be hands-on. So th those are the great kinds of workshops to have at MSTA convention, because a lot of times our workshops are happening after a business meeting has taken place or early in the morning. So people should be wide awake. It sounds like when they are a part of your workshop. Yeah. Um, and they don't have to come that way already. I'll be doing, I, <laughs> I am a big proponent of movement. Okay. I, I know I'm a little bit of a neuroscience nerd. I really love neuroscience and the neuro, the research says you've got to get up and move and get that blood pumping and flow in so that your brain can really do its best thinking. So don't be afraid. <laughs> I'm, I, I think that sounds like one of the, the more exciting, interesting workshops to attend and, and the kind of workshop that will keep participants engaged. I'm, I'm excited about that. Is there anything else, Can, Candace, before we wrap up that you want to say anything else that you want to share? Oh, gosh. I know. I, I caught so. you off guard with that question. You did. I, well, I That's apologize great. because you've done such a good job of explaining kind of what people should be prepared for when they get to convention that uh, I, I think that people will be excited if they're able to to be a part of your presentation. I'm going to mention it one more time. Uh, so Candace Kluba and Candace's workshop is titled Balancing Act, Empowering Educators and Nurturing Students, Strategies for Classroom Well-Being. Candace, I look forward to seeing you next week at convention, and thank you for being willing to talk a little bit about your presentation today. Of course. Thanks for having me, Todd.